the after show, but later. After, after. Do it for Johnny. For all the Carl. Three hours ain't enough. You look like a fucking monkey. I call this the big black machine. If they can't even fit inside the building. That's what I love about these high school girls. Fucking monkey. I get older, they stay the same age. Then you'll have your fits in the studio. We can't stop them. Take, take it easy, my time. And we're here. What's good, my ninjas? We've been we doing this shit consistently since did like another week. October, November is when we started for real. Yeah, no. Yeah, because mm-hmm. for a minute we were like sort of chopped up and wouldn't yeah. put out an episode here. Well, we, we started a few weeks after we went to LA for your birthday when we went to go see them oh, in yeah, October. Yeah, yeah. So cool. 17 episodes. Not too bad, Doug. We're still learning. So what's going on? What 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 happened this week? What'd you like? What'd you mm-hmm. love? What'd you hate? I, I I don't know. I, I thought it was a solid week, dude. It was pretty good. One of the interviews, the second half of the week. One of the um, interviews I was a little disappointed in was the Blink One Eighty Two one. I know they were inter- interviewing a bunch of old dudes, like, like dads and shit, and like they're not like cool anymore. Well, <laughs> it, it just no. I don't know. I mean, for one, we grew up loving Blink One Eighty Two, and I heard. I mean, their new music that they've been putting out is pretty good. I don't know if you've heard any of it. No, actually, I, I honestly I haven't heard any of their new shit. But yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, dog. They used to be. Well, they still are. Like, anytime I'm like, I have like a long extended trip or whatever. You just throw them on? I'll throw on Blink, dude, because yeah. they're fucking dope, dude. No, and you know what? I haven't been lately, like, just, I listen to a shit ton of, um, you know, radio podcasts and everything. Mm-hmm. That's where a majority of my listening time goes. Um, but sometimes, like, at work or whatever, if I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to put on some music, I'll throw on, like, um, I'm feeling this. That was our shit, like, in high school. But and, no, um, I never did look up their lyrics and shit. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, oh shit, that's what they're saying? You for real. The, yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about because I was like, there's no way in hell like that many people could have thought it was. Wait, how does I, it go again? I walk alone. I wear cologne. No, I thought it was I walk alone. My whole life I did. That's Doug. I never looked at the that? lyrics. I walk well, alone to but, get the feeling. See, I thought he see, was like walking in like. He's like getting himself all pumped up, like yeah, no, you're the man. See, Fuck see, yeah! I and it wasn't that it's I looked going up down the tonight. I was just like, I wear cologne, like fuck yeah, you're getting all fresh, you're getting all, you know. No, see, that's why I thought it was the opposite. I thought he was like pumping himself up, like walking alone, like to get the feeling right. I was like, he's all like, fuck yeah, yeah. I, I got fucking, I trim my fucking pubes, my fucking dicks yeah. looking all big. It's Shave gonna go down. Well, that's what I thought. I thought this conversation was gonna go like. Yeah, they're fucking dumb. <laughs> and you started off with, I thought it was I walked alone. No, the interview, though, Doug, I don't know. I think I would have enjoyed it more if Travis would have been there. But I'm like, you already don't have Tom. You have fucking Matt and you have Mark. That's one thing that I actually thought was kind of cool of Matt. What what band is he from? I don't know. Alkaline Trio or some shit? Or or was, did I just make that up? Yeah, you did. Um, I was like, fuck. Alkaline Trio. <laughs> what the fuck? Or what? Let me look up the name of his band real quick. Um, but he, he kind of just let mark take the entire interview you know i mean it makes sense because mark is like the veteran yeah um yeah it did blow i mean that's he's like the only fucking original blink 182 guy i mean yeah so it wasn't even really like a it, that's honestly dude i didn't even pay attention to it that much it is alkaline trio doug that he's from okay well anyway well see that's how unmemorable his fucking band is <laughs> what and i don't even know any of their songs or whatever the fuck um but yeah see and, and it kind of it blew because i was like fuck man at least if it would have been like i didn't even consider it a Blink-182 interview. It was like more of a Mark Hoppus interview? Yeah, it was Mark and fucking Matt. You know, Mark like, and friend? Yeah. No, for real, because they didn't even have... I mean, if it would have been Mark and and um, Travis, that would have been cool. Yeah, he, it, you needed at least two original fucking people. One, one original member 
that's interviewing like, them, that does not make the band interview. Yeah, you know that's I mean? like when they say like um, UB40 is coming to the queue, and there's like one original dude. For <laughs> you real, know, this dude. is really the fuck. It's a shit ton of new people, and they're just playing the hits. Mm-hmm. It was okay, but I was super disappointed, and I don't know. But they did have on a shit ton of people, though, Doug, because after I was looking back, they had um, Nikki Glazer, which we mentioned. Mm. Um, they had Bare Naked Ladies. No, we Ladies. talked about that off air, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, that's something that what we said earlier. Mm. They had um, Nikki Glaser, Bare Naked Ladies, Kel Mitchell. We forgot about that one. Oh, mm. then they had um, Blink One Eighty Two. They had Steve Howie. They had a shit ton of people. Favorite interview was Kel Mitchell. Mine too. Followed by Nikki Glaser. Um, mine was probably um, and then Steve Howie. I would say mine Mitchell. would be reversed. Um, I like Nikki Glaser. But I couldn't say I liked hers more than Steve Howie's. It was to me they're kind of like on the same level. But Kel Mitchell's honestly was like the dopest. Doug, being that like he could be like so bitter and shit because you know Keenan did get like all this like notoriety after. No, you and know? see that's the thing. I'm with Cavino on that because Cavino brought it up. He's like, yeah, Keenan Thompson, all his shit is the same. It's seriously, and he even mentioned it, it reminded me of when George Lopez first started acting. He would use his eyes, and he's talked about that in interviews. He would say, like, I didn't know how to act, so I would just make my eyes real big for, like, for expression or whatever. Mm. That's what Keenan does. He does, like, a little um, Bill Cosby impression, and then he makes his eyes real big. But or, see, even as a kid, when I would watch that shit, I knew that Kel actually had more talent, but mm-hmm. Keenan just has a very recognizable Al Roker kind of face mm-hmm. to where mm-hmm. it's kind of like, He's like lovable and you can spot him in a crowd yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? So he just has Cal more looks more of like a, 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 just a, he could fade into the crowd of like a skinny black dude. Yeah, exactly. Not really like Like he could really work at a good burger. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. um, so I was with Kavino. I was like, it, I knew Keenan was going to blow up more. Like he, he just had that air about him. Yeah. But Kel just had way more talent. You know what I mean? And I'm glad though that. Because I didn't realize how long the show ran and how consistent it was. So that was basically a whole career of all mm. that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that he got all that time. And now he's still like successful and stuff. And yeah. how they're gonna, he's going to do the restaurant. Yeah. And no, so I'm actually, glad that he never like just fell off and was like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do now. I'm a broke yeah. loser. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, that would have been, that would have blown if it would have been like Keenan would have went on to SNL and been all successful and Cal would have been working like literally like at Domino's delivering mm. pizza. You, you mm. know, hear that shit happens to people, you know, in my house, living color was a bigger deal than SNL. Like, yeah. We just, my family didn't watch SNL, but we did. We literally all, even the kids and mm. then, like all the adults would watch SNL. Yeah. I mean, um, in living color. And so to me, I was like, Oh yeah, this shit's like a, a, a living color for kids. You know yeah. What I mean? And see growing up, I thought like, I mean, just at the time, I, I guess I didn't put it together and I just kind of figured, oh yeah, it was like SNL as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, but for kids, but my family was the same way. I, I don't know if like to my family, we're not black either, but, um, as like Latinos or Hispanics, I guess they thought like my family thought like SNL was more of a white people show. That's what it is. You know? And then, um, cause my brother and my dad, um, even though, like you said, you watched it, I knew of it. I knew of some of the things and but I didn't watch it like you did. But that was definitely a bigger show in my family. It wasn't Living no. Color too? Do you? Re- I don't know if you remember, but like in elementary school, me and Lime it. Yeah, that, like that was our shit, dude. In Living yeah. Color. Shut and up. after we'd watch uh, a new episode, we'd go to school the next day, and Len- Lynette would be like, "Yeah, 
Hey, Jonathan. Because, you know, that's how she said it wasn't Jonathan. It was Jonathan. Yeah. Hey, Jonathan, did you watch that new one? Blah, blah, blah. Lynette was all of us. (laughs) Never thought in a million years we'd have an episode where we would talk about Lynette. Mm. But, Doug, she she was up on everything because I remember... um, the VMA is when it was nine nine ninety nine. It was mm. September 9th when they were going to have, um, you know, the VMAs in 1999. Mm. I remember going to school the next day and we were in music class and she was like, Daniel, she's like, you, did you see Lil' Kim with her titty it, hanging out? And it sounds like we're doing like a Chris Rock impression because like, Daniel, yeah. Jonathan, but that's really how she fucking yeah. talked. Yeah, it, it was some black chick that we went to school with. She'd always fuck, and we were like fucking 12, and she'd be like yelling her first word. Yeah. Daniel, because yeah. I remember her even yelling <laughs> your name, dude. Daniel. It's funny because, Doug, no, seriously, I remember her um, telling me um, that was the year that Lil' Kim had her um, her boob hanging out with mm. that little pasty on it. Mm. And she was like, did you see Lil' Kim? She's all with her titty hanging out. And we were in like Mr. Bembry's like music class or whatever. Mm. And I was just like, fuck, dog, that's a trip. But yeah, so we had our, that. that's where um, we could say we have black friends too. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, dog, I thought it was cool um, growing up. That was our shit. So it was a nice little throwback week, you know. Um, one of the ones that I couldn't relate to this week was the Bare Naked Ladies interview. Well, I don't know. Every time I have like a 90s mix on, I like the Bare Naked Ladies. Like, I like hearing them. The only song I could think of, I mean, if you mention a couple, I might know. The only one I could think of is um, One Week. Mm-hmm. The, like, is when you said you would throw a couple on your playlist, no. what else would you throw on? Um, I don't know. They, they named the songs. There's like four of them. Mm. But um, I wouldn't throw them on my playlist. I'm saying like when I put on like a 90s station and shit. Yeah. Like I would like jam out to them because yeah. I mean, it was just, I don't know. It just... That, that was honestly kid. though when I when I yeah when I hear that song though um one week it does remind me of like rolling down like the pad or whatever like with my family mm-hmm. and hearing that song on the radio you know I'm sorry or what was one of the lyrics I'm sorry if I think it's kind of funny when you're mad I'm the kind of person that laughs at a funeral well that I mean that just reminds me of my fucking childhood so but I honestly like and I'm somebody like you know I'll watch like a documentary on like music rave film dog in that song they threw like all kinds of 90s like fucking yeah like little trivia and shit um and see Doug like I was saying I I can literally like watch like a biography or documentary on like anybody, especially if it's like a music group. But that was one interview for some reason I had like no interest in mm. like, and I, I don't know if it was like, if it was just because like, I don't know. They, Doug, the interview that I was pleasantly surprised by was the Nikki Glaser one. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to lie. Last time she irritated the fuck out of me when she was on the show. With, and she uh, was like trying to be all dirty and shit. I'm Doug, like, she was trying to, she was like, tried too hard mm-hmm. reaching to be dirty, to be funny, mm-hmm. trying to hijack the show, not letting anybody else talk. Like, Doug, she was fucking annoying. Like, yeah. She was seriously one of the most annoying interviews that I heard this year yeah. when she was on last time. Yeah, but it was, this time, she was fucking, um, I don't know. It was. Just, I don't know if it's because she was more genuine. And You know what I can, I, I can, I don't want to say this is why, but they did mention, um, because Covino and Rich mentioned that the last time they were on there, um, she hijacked Kyle Dunnigan. Mm-hmm. Because remember, it was supposed to be an interview with him. Mm-hmm. She came in and kind of like just over took everything. Mm-hmm. One of the things she mentioned, though, is that they were kind of talking at the time. Mm-hmm. So it could have been her trying to like peacock and fucking show her feathers and shit. And trying to be like, I'm funny. I, I could get along with the guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, honestly, I, I kind of get that same vibe. 
And um, just trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. peacocking. Like, look at me. And then um, this time it was that dude wasn't there. So she was really more of herself. Mm. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing when it came to the interview. I, I thought it was like a lot, lot better than the last one. Well, and when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I'm the kind of man that she needs. Why? Because I, Why? Because I, she let check it out, friend, bang other bitches or what? That too, but because she was saying like, oh yeah, I don't want somebody who watches my shit and knows all my shit. I've never watched a fucking thing with her. The only time I've even seen her on anything is on her on CNR. Yeah. But I'm still a fan of comedy and everything, and I'm a student of comedy, I guess you could say. So we have stuff to talk about. Yeah. Plus, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty good in bed and shit. I, I know how to press all the right buttons to get it going. <laughs> Is this another crooked eye girl I was looking at you or what? Yeah. So I'm just saying, if she's listening, Nikki, hit me up. Yeah, well. You know on. what I mean? I'm exactly, I really am. I'm not just saying that. I'm the kind of guy that she she was describing that she wants. <laughs> Doug, you're a trip. Doug, I'm serious. Right. Think about it. Think about all the shit she said. All right. Doesn't that sound like me? All right. Um, like a big old dick. Isn't isn't that what she said? Uh, no? Doug, I just remember a couple of days ago you telling me that fucking some dude was smelling you. And so, Doug, I can't fucking help it. There's no switch for me to turn on or off. People. Dudes and chicks just fucking want me. I'm not asking. I'm not like fucking putting it out there. It's just this fucking dude was hitting on me. Dude. It's just it's just happening. It just happens, dude. <laughs> like I wish it would stop, dude. Like uh, you know how like pretty chicks they're always like oh, I don't blah blah blah, and you're like yeah right, bitch. You like that attention. Doug, you never followed up though. Attractive people like me don't like that attention. Well, shout out Lou Dog, our homie. We know he's been listening too. Ducks. We um were in a group chat, me, you, and Lou Dog, and. What do you call it? You, oh, the other day you, you texted us and you were I like, did. your boy has some sick ass text game. Dog, and then you never followed my up. My text game was so strong right then and there. And you know what happened, dog? It what? was a fucking prostitute. For real? I swear to God, dog. <laughs> I want to hear, hear the story <laughs> real quick. All right. Give we'll me get second. back to CNR right now. I just want to hear. So check it out. The other right. night, you know, I was feeling okay, good. So wait, wait, hold on, hold on. All right. So there was a tranny you're talking to. No, no, no. No tranny is involved in this one. Okay. There's only one dick in my fantasy. <laughs> So check it out. The other night, I was going through and like, you know, because I get quite a, a lot of feedback on my Tinder and shit. So one chick had fucking messaged me. So I started messaging her back. Doug, how long have you been on Grindr? Hmm? How long have you been on Grindr? Okay, shut up, man. I'm trying to fucking right, tell my story. Okay. All right. So check it out. Doug, I was like on point. My shit was funny. It was smooth, not too much. She was responding. I was feeling it. So she's like, so what are we going to do tonight? And Doug, I was tired. I was buzzing a little bit. So I was just, I just wanted to stay in. And I was like, um, well, you could do whatever you want, but I'm fucking staying home. And so anyway, um, she keeps on and on like she wants to hang out. And then she's like, oh, yeah, we can hang out just follow the steps or whatever i was like what the fuck are you talking about and doug she's like enter your credit card number no no because on her little profile thing it said you can delete my facebook you can something on my um, instagram but you can't unlick my butthole oh so you're like all right like <laughs> and she was fucking hot she was like hella hot so i swiped right so that's why i was like wait what do you what is she talking about so I went to look for her on Facebook and I couldn't find it. 
And so I finally was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was like, and I don't know, maybe I'm a little too drunk or something, but this shit doesn't make sense to me. So what the fuck? Dog. So she instantly just fucking deleted me, deleted all her shit, her little profile on Tinder or whatever. I was like, this bitch was a prostitute. She wanted to fucking, I had to follow her little steps to get verified, quote unquote. And I was like, okay, well, there goes that. I was thinking. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me like she propositioned you like with money and shit or fucking no well yeah she wanted me to go through her little steps to like i don't know what the fuck it was because there's no like back page anymore you know, <laughs> on, like, craigslist and shit so she was trying to get me to process to um engage with her without saying prostitution you know what yeah I mean? and she wanted to make sure you weren't a cop exactly dude and i was like bitch this is too many fucking steps like just come on sex for money or no <laughs> yeah, i'm not opposed to it i just need to know i know i just want to know what the fuck i'm supposed to do here all right like following yourself like okay well where do i swipe my credit card for real i'm like you do realize i wasn't in advanced classes i wasn't an honor student so just fucking tell me what i gotta do did you say i wasn't advanced or i wasn't i wasn't oh you fucking liar no i wasn't yeah you were all right another story no i wasn't <laughs> um but yeah, so oh yeah, what, was, did, what got us on this topic anyway? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Dude. Nikki Glazer? Um, probably. Oh yeah, because I was saying I'm the type of man she needs. Oh, Doug, there was something that Rich mentioned this week that kind of had me cracking up, and um, I, I commented, I think on the in show thread for um on the Carl page, hmm. um, Rich said during one of the shows he said nobody in their twenties is killing it. And I was like, Rich is so full of shit, dog. Just because, like, now that they're in their 40s or whatever. What do you mean you know? killing it? For what? As far as, like, everything. Like, financially and, like, movies and shit or whatever. Or music or whatever. Mm. But I'm like, Doug, I'm like, since the beginning of the time, there's been people fucking in their 20s killing it. Fucking, mm-hmm. you know? But it was just... And, um, oh, yeah, my comment was nobody's killing it in their 20s question mark i put way to justify being old rich and then fucking could you know like my comment oh yeah but, um, what was right. the other thing that rich said of mine but he didn't even say that it was me that contributed oh um about the missionary sex oh baseball's like missionary sex yeah I, I went back and i listened and i heard that yeah baseball it really is like missionary sex dude you're like yeah fuck it i'll do it but it's not gonna be like the highlight of oh, my fucking you week. know what though um this is kind of off topic but any um it's kind of hot topic any arizona um carls that are listening um i didn't tell you dave hit me up who lives in our town mm. and um he wanted to do that that diamondbacks pub crawl did you see that no but i'm down when there's is it? there it's um the end of august it's like the 29th it's going to be a diamondbacks pub crawl it said inside um chase stadium Oh, yeah. And you know what? I did see something about that because uh, our, our friend Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. Ra- when I saw Ralph like it, I was like, oh, that would be cool because I'd like to go to it. And um, Dave- I would. But see, it's in September. They're doing the one in Vegas. The Carls are doing that one in Vegas. And yeah. I kind of wanted to go to that. I'm like, I don't think I could do both of them because that other one's at the end of August. Yeah. And then the other one's going to be like three weeks later. Yeah. I couldn't do both. Yeah. I would have to choose one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, well, it, and the Vegas one is doable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we'll be able to do that. Um, I would I would have liked to have done both. But yeah, if you're thinking um, we can only do one or whatever. Well, then, I know I can probably swing both. But you with your schedule and shit. You know yeah. What I mean, I don't think I don't know if you'd be less likely to be able to do both than me. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might be able to do both. I know um, if I did the Diamondbacks one. I, it would be me and maybe you going up to Phoenix. Mm. And if we did the Vegas one, most lady. likely it's going to be, um, yeah, Bree. Well, you know what? I, I could mean. find somebody to go with me, too. 
to what to the Vegas to Vegas, so it's not like fucking. That, that would be kind of that'd be cool, Doug. If we could do. Um, I got somebody in mind, maybe. Yeah, what's his name? <laughs> yeah, and this time I wouldn't have to pay either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doug, you know what fucking cracked me up? I was listening to another uh, different podcast, and one of the dudes, he's a comedian. There was somebody they were talking about blowjobs or something, and he was like, "Oh yeah, do you remember your first blowjob?" And his producer was like, "Yeah, I remember it." And the guy goes. Oh yeah, what was the dude's name, Doug? And he literally thought he was being fucking original. <laughs> I was like, this old fucking motherfucker. He's an old fat Cuban guy. You probably don't. He's listen all to you him. guys. <laughs> when was your first blow, yo? <laughs> it was fucking Tata's dad and shit. Uh, I know. He's like, oh Tata, oh Tata. I always talk, don't you know, talk about blow I'm jobs. Like, I always ask Kavino, I'm like, is that Tata's dad? I'm like, or is that Rafael Busio? And then um, one time Kavino told me, he was like, no, he's like, Busio has more. <laughs> he has more blubbering bees and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, fucking, uh, I don't even know how we got on what. Oh, is there anything you wanted to highlight from the week? One of the things I liked about the Steve um, Howie interview was that, Doug, he, I thought he, I mean, he gelled really well with them. He's really fucking sarcastic like they are. Mm. did you hear a lot of the shit he was saying like there's some points where he's talking and you're kind of like wait is he being real or is he being sarcastic but a lot of his shit he really was just being like fucking jack off you know just to be funny mm -hmm. no but uh, i liked how he was like no i could kick his ass too fuck that guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that made me laugh Doug George. oh one of the things he said about um, bro because that sounded like us like when we start getting buzzed or something like after a couple drinks yeah and we're like man fuck that bitch i'll fuck him up too yeah. <laughs> no nah, doug um one of the things he had said when they were talking about spot was they were like oh yeah you know now spots coming into his own he has his beard and all this shit and then um one of the things steve said was well think about it he's been spot his whole life so of course he doesn't think like there's anything wrong with it and shit and all that because the dog he's been like a goofy ass nerd his whole life and dog they were talking about something the other day and i was like what is he gonna do because they were like oh yeah you know how rich hasn't changed his look Mm -hmm. and now he's barely changing his look and he's had the same other look for like his whole life and shit yeah and how Cavino, like he had his little aztec haircut or whatever yeah, yeah. like he's had a couple phases too and like how spots had his phases mm -hmm. i'm like what the fuck is he gonna go to now because this is probably his best look yeah you know what i mean I'm well like, i don't think he's gonna go to anything different well he said he's getting tired of it kind of like but, he wants to change okay but i'm like all he could really do is maybe shorten his beard and that's it. You know what I mean? Because no, losing you know, the beard is... You know, I think he'll keep the beard. And I'm not... I don't want to be a dick and say hairline, bro. But I could see Spot losing hair. Because, I mean, it's already getting a little thin up top. I could see him shaving his head. So he'd be like the shaved head bearded guy. Yeah. I think that could be one of his next looks. If I was him, I wouldn't go for a complete shaved head. I would do like a number four on top. Maybe like how yours is. Well, no, then, he had, um, he had it actually when he cut off his Jufro and he kept, he kept a buzz haircut. It was like a number one or two. It looked pretty good. He had, that was the goatee. Mm. And that was actually when the transformation of spot began. And he became, I thought you were going to say the transitions. <laughs> no, that was actually when he transitioned or tran whatever, when he started changing and becoming like a little bit cooler. So I could see him with like a shaved head um, in the future. Mm. I'm not sure if I'd see him like Bill Goldberg or Stone Cold or whatever, like that bald. But I could see him like with a, a really short haircut and a beard. <laughs> all bald. He's all walking down the street in chonies with a six pack and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I, I liked for me, the, one of the highlights was um, the Kel Mitchell interview and then the Steve Howie. I thought those were pretty cool interviews. Mm. Oh, yeah. The other thing I had thoughts on was 
how fucking um, melancholic or whatever you whatever the term is fucking Cavino always feels what like melancholy you know how he always feels like I don't know he's never like fully happy he's always just like eh. yeah oh yeah yeah you know I completely forgot about that conversation that was a, a pretty big conversation yeah it was and I'm like Doug Cavino fucking really does need to fucking I, I, it honestly comes down to you only get out what you put in mm-hmm. you're gonna feel like a fucking bum and shit if all you do is bum it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and yeah, he's always tired, but it takes effort. Like, let's say you see people on social media and they do feel happy, like their pictures um, show them. Yeah. A majority of them are bullshit. Yeah. But the ones that do feel that, it's only because they don't want to get up either and go do whatever on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it's after you force yourself. And see, honestly, I used to have this problem a lot. And I realize that now I, I used to have it when I was a kid where I didn't want to do shit because I was always tired like that, dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I realized that like I'm missing out on a bunch of shit only because I don't want to get up and go do it. But afterwards, when you have that memory of, oh, this is the time I did that. Or remember when we did this Mm -hmm. and it does, if you're not willing to put yourself out there and make the effort to do shit, everything in life takes fucking effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Cavino really does need to like get off his ass on his, on his weekends. And yeah, you're going to feel tired, but you're going to have a memory you're not going to have a memory of if the whole year all you did was like, oh, yeah, remember that time I slept on my fucking couch? <laughs> yeah. Like, dog, that's yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, you're tired, but everybody's fucking tired. Yeah. Everybody's exhausted mentally and physically, mm-hmm. but you got to force yourself to do it. And, and because, dude, on your deathbed, your, your only regrets are going to be shit you didn't do. Yeah. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. It's yeah. not going to be, well, I been, wish I would have fucking a, slept on my couch more. You there's know been I mean? a shit ton of um, like studies and shit where they interview people on their deathbed and that's all they're all, they, they never regret shit they did. It's always shit that I wish I would have, you know, yeah, never exactly. like, oh, fucking, I met a prostitute on Tinder and I fucked her and I shouldn't have. It was, oh, you know what? I wish I would have gotten on Tinder to fuck some bitches or yeah, whatever, you know? I wish I would have had sex with a prostitute and, once so I can know what that felt like. You you know, know, seriously. I mean? And that's what, what a lot of studies have shown is people on their deathbed don't ever regret the shit that they did, no matter how good or bad or whatever it was. And so I completely agree. But at the same time is like, I, I realize there's shit that like i'll see like we have a friend in common tanner tanner's always like doing shit going fucking rock climbing mountain biking doing this doing that fucking marathons uh, and fucking all kinds of shit yeah he's he's doing all kinds of shit and he i see it and i'm like fuck man that looks like that looks cool or whatever but when i think about it that isn't really like even though it looks fun and sometimes i'm like oh that would be cool it's not really what I would want to be. I, I would well, want to do. When, see, that's that's personal preference, though. That's something different because to him, maybe that shit's fun. To me, that's like working out for a fucking extended period of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck that. But what I'm talking about is like if Covino want, like, w- wants to have like shit under his belt, like how Rich is like, well, I have something to look forward to. That's And it's kind of true. Like Rich does have stuff to look forward to. Covino mm-hmm. needs to make plans in advance and be like, Hey, Jordan, we're doing this in two weeks. We're going to fucking Tahoe. We're renting jet skis and we're going to stay in this cabin. Yeah. So adjust your schedule around this. And dog, not only that, 
um, it does help with your relationship too when you do shit like that. Yeah. Because your significant other thinks you plan something special just for them when really you wanted to just fucking go on some jet skis and shit. Yeah. And see, and that's one of the things though, like I agree that, um, and I don't know if it might be that Cavino's in like kind of a depression and he's like, oh yeah, like, like you oh, said. Oh yeah, that's why I had texted him. I was like, Cavino, is this why you brought out your big chain and shit? And next thing we're going to see you in a fucking vet and shit with the leather jacket. <laughs> and he's going to be like, hey, he's going to be like fucking no, see, regressing like, and shit because he's having a midlife crisis I, I don't know if yeah like if it is like um like a depression or something because he doesn't want to get out of bed or he doesn't want to do this or that because like if you're i mean i've been in a depression and you i could sleep from fucking you know 50 hours a day when you're in a depression like that mm. and you know well they, they have to get up for work and shit not, but like not only that it's it's he's in a comfort zone now and he needs to push himself out of it mm. because think about it before this period of time right now that he's in, yeah, he had a couple worries. He was worried financially because he was fucking broke. Yeah. Now he doesn't worry about that no more with the ESPN deal or whatever their situation is. He's more comfortable. Yeah. He was worried before because his daughter was giving him trouble. She didn't she wasn't adjusting to the new situation. And that's fixed. Mm-hmm. Melody's fine now. So now his troubles are gone. He's left with nothing to tackle. So he's just sitting on his fucking couch, not doing shit. Yeah. You need to give yourself things to either tackle if you have an issue, a problem, mm-hmm. but his are pretty, his major ones are pretty much solved. So now it's just minor shit, you know, maybe buying a house or something. Yeah. But for him, that's minor. If you don't have shit to tackle, you need to give yourself something to look forward to. Like how Rich says, oh yeah, you make fun of me for having my calendar with little dots and shit, but that's what he looks forward to. So. Yeah. If your mind just goes numb like that, where you don't have problems and that the problems are over and um, you don't have problems, you don't have things. I mean, yeah, he's literally just stagnant. Honestly, Doc, you know? it's kind of like after wars, after a war, you know, when people come home and shit and there's nothing left to tackle like that. The crime rate goes up. Why? Because everybody's fucking just sitting on their ass with nothing to do except have time. And when you have time like that, mm-hmm. it's really the fucking devil's play thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your mind wanders to places. So, uh, I mean, that's something that's fixable, though. He, he really has it in his hands and his power to mm-hmm. be able to fix that. Like, think about it. You know, he makes fun of Rich. And, like, when it comes to, like, Rich going to play softball, like, on the weekends and shit. Mm-hmm. And Rich is like, well, you know, I'll go play with some randoms. Like, he did a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he went to go play with some people he didn't know. He only knew one dude who invited him. And he got up, went and had fun, whatever. And Actually, it didn't have fun. It was fucking whack. But oh he yeah, learned. yeah, whatever. Well, he went out and did something. And um, Covino had mentioned, or he mentions, like, well, I don't want to do that shit. Like, I'd rather sleep in than get up and go play softball, or whatever. But doc, think about it. Like, um, this, you know, couple Sundays ago, or Saturday or whatever, when they were at um, the DBC and what, what, what the fucking big ass park. Central Park. Mm. They played a softball. What biggest park? <laughs> Yo, yeah. What's the most famous park in America that's big as fuck, but I can't remember it? Um, well, they went to go play softball in Central Park. I'm sure they hated to get up that morning. I'm sure, you know? And fuck, um, Covino posted pictures the other day, and he was like, oh, I don't always do this, but when I do, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, he made a comment. And it was it's fucking true because now he has that memory where he was even posting pictures and shit yeah. of how like awesome it was because he drug his his uh, his ass out of bed you know yeah for real so i thought i mean i thought that was definitely um no so it's true doug think about it 
I, I haven't gone like dove hunting or whatever mm. in, in a couple of years. Yeah. But when I do, I'm always like, fuck, I'm never going to do this again. I have to get up at like three in the morning. Yeah. But dog afterwards, all I have is a story of, oh, I did this. I shot this bird, that bird, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And it's because and I, Doug, think I about, forced I mean, myself to get up. And seriously, like, I mean, there's been, I mean, I remember Doug, us going years ago dove hunting. Mm. Yeah. We were up at three in the morning. It fucking sucked. And we were like, oh, it's we're like bitching, like even debating whether or not to yeah. just not go because we're fucking tired. And, we Doug, and then sleep. like after we were up and we were going to get ammo. It's and a we story were, that we keep telling over and yeah. over for the rest of Remember we went with Luis and he was a little bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Doug, you, <laughs> Luis, you have to pull the head off. He's all, no, no. The motherfucker was literally running away from a little like fucking six inch oh bird and, and your brother at the time was like what like eight or nine or whatever yeah. and he was like putting the heads on fucking little sticks and shit remember like a little psycho but, and shit. <laughs> but yeah Luis didn't want to pull the heads off um but yeah fuck and see those are memories dog i mean there's even and like it's, it, like i said it's shit you bring up over and over again because it's that memorable you yeah. know what i mean i mean that's all life is, is basically just your experiences and shit yeah, that I mean, definitely. Do you remember what they were talking about this week when they mentioned a new dating app? A new dating app. Oh, um, was it the Facebook one? No, that was last week. Um, no. I don't remember either. I don't know who was like heading um, the titles it's or whatever Jake. of the segments this it's week. It's Jake because remember he's spelled shit wrong before in the past and they always give him shit. Yeah, because um, this week they had put, um, what did they put? They had put, mm, not MLB. They had put something on one of their headings, but they didn't even talk about it. Oh, it's podcast. That was one of the headings. Oh, this week. yeah. And they hit on it for like two minutes. I'm yeah, like, why was that the topic of conversation? When they didn't even stick on it that long. Um, and then there was, I don't know how, how you felt about it this week, but one of my favorite stories that Rich told was um, the Radio Beginnings. Radio Beginnings, refresh my memory on it. Rich told a story about him having multiple internships. One was for a PR firm or something. It was a paid internship. One was the um, I don't know why unpaid when you said multiple initially. What went into my mind was like cream pies or something. <laughs> multiple. <laughs> the other one was um, an unpaid internship at a radio station or whatever, mm. and then that's where he talked about actually like doing that unpaid internship. You don't remember that conversation? I do vaguely. It like, was a really good conversation. And well, what was he, it? Um, what was the point of it though? Like how he got to start in radio. And then um, the dude that he ended up shadowing and asking if I could intern for you personally, then that dude ended up um, giving him a shot and making the call to Kid Kelly. Mm. And Kid Kelly was the one who ended up like giving him his break or whatever. Yeah, I was I was busy during. I remember now, but I was real busy, so I didn't like pay attention on it. Yeah, if, I mean, if you could go back and listen, that was it was a really good um, story that he um, told. But what and was his point, though? Is what I mean. Like, it, well, there was no point to it. He was just telling the story about how he got started in radio. Oh. But it was it was just a really good story, like because he told it like from start to finish, and he was like really detailed in it, you know. And um, Covino even said that was one of the best stories Rich has ever told. It was it was really cool just to hear that. I mean, I've never had multiple things like that because he mentioned he. So had, how many dicks did he have to suck to get to the top? Did you say? Mm, I think it was six. Damn, that's fucking but, cheap. But yeah, it was it was actually I think it's something um if any of the Carls are listening and didn't catch that interview or I that remember you story. saying you had to suck six just to get an interview at your job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're fucking hilarious, Johnny. Let me see. Oh, you know one of the things that cracked me up? And I thought, Doug, they were fucking so off when they were talking about Blink 182's um Tom and his accent. 
They said Tom had an English accent. Oh, yeah. Doug, Rich is so full of shit because he was like, he would play clips of Blink-182 songs. And then when Tom was about to go, Rich would be louder than um, Tom and then make make it have an accent. So he was like, um, whenever, you know how Tom says, I, and whatever. Mm. Well, Rich would be like, he would say something, but he would do the whole thing with an accent. He's like, don't you hear it? And I'm like, motherfucker, we're hearing you. Yeah. Of course it sounds like he has an accent. And then they were like, oh, um, so does he have like, they said he had more of like a, um, either a British accent or a Jason Ellis, like um, Australian accent or whatever. Yeah, but I'm like, sure. he fucking doesn't. It's just usually like the eyes and the shit he drags out. Hmm. But he, there's no, he doesn't sound like he has a fucking accent. No, he, he, he has like a weird, unique accent for himself. But it's not like fucking British or anything. It's it's like a California whiny accent, basically. Yeah. I will. Oh, did you watch that? Uh, maybe inside didn't. of you. There was um, <laughs> there was a documentary I watched. Um, I might have mentioned this on another episode, but it was in where he's an- all fucking crazy with his. No, 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 no. This one was um an angel angels and airwaves interview, or um documentary, and one of the producers um the lyric is like. I went home, whatever, right? Mm. And Tom goes, I went. And the guy goes, I. And he was like, oh, all right. So he gets on, whatever, he has headphones. He's like, I. And he goes, I, motherfucker. <laughs> like, he, just, like, he keeps telling him, I. And then Tom just wants, he can't fucking not go, I. He can't I. help it. Like, he, he always no, has Why to- would you want fucking him to say I like then it would be a plain ass fucking boring song for real people uh, pay to listen to hear I and, and even like dog as much as I like angels and airwaves and shit you know because I mean I like all of Tom's usually side projects if he was like I went blah, blah I'm like motherfucker that's not even though it's angels and airwaves and his sounds completely different there's that signature Tom DeLong voice that you want to hear you know yeah but anyway uh what else did you have anything highlighted um now one of the things they they talked about um i didn't really have many thoughts on was they were talking about the colognes and shit of the 90s and um, oh yeah people started talking i didn't even want to get involved in that conversation just because i'm a big fan of cologne you know what i'm saying yeah and doug and that and they brought it up too the reason why i like colognes and i don't understand why other people don't like use it more Mm. is because you can use a scent that's for you Mm -hmm. so basically like it's your scent. So when a chick smells another dude that smells like that instantly, it triggers you in yeah. their mind and sort of like fucks him over for the, or even like reverse a chick. If I smell a certain scent, it reminds you of somebody, you know yeah. what I mean? The only problem you run into is if a chick has a scent and then you're like, damn, that sounds like my mom. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cause I have had that happen before. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I guess I got to push through. No. And see that, Actually, that was something that um, Rich mentioned, and he was like, he said that he'll be somewhere. Yeah, and he had, and that's what I was like saying, Kristen and, or whatever. And that's why a lot of dudes are like, I don't wear cologne, blah blah blah. And yeah. I'm like, why don't you? Like, mm. you don't fucking sweat fucking roses and shit. Like, yeah. you don't smell naturally good. I usually don't use cologne just because I'm poor. Yeah, well, well, that's <laughs> what I mean, dude. Like, I understand that, but I mean, like, some dudes are like opposed to it. Like, if it's fucking gay and shit, I'm yeah. like, uh, no. no. Like, for real, some of the feedback was like, oh, um, I shower or I bathe every day. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're like, okay, yeah. so you smell like fucking. Ba- like, and and that's what I'm saying. I'm not like, of course, it, it's you can overuse cologne real easy, especially mm-hmm. if some of them are like the stronger scents. Like, yeah. Gucci has a strong ass cologne. Dog, you know who overuses fucking cheap cologne more than anybody in this fucking universe? Hmm fucking mexicans 
Doug, yeah. you know how many fucking Mexicans I deal with at work that like they're young fucking dudes. They'll be yeah. like 19. And Doug, here's Doug, another. my office smelling like fucking cheap here, cologne. Here's another tip that I have. If you're going to get a cologne, buy it. I mean, don't buy it. Get a sample or the little card that they spray it on. Um, like either the little bottle samples mm-hmm. or they're the sample. Like they spray it on a little card, like envelope or whatever. Yeah. And ask somebody, ask your friend and then mainly ask females. Mm-hmm. Does it smell good? Because if not, you're going to spend a hundred bucks on something that smells like shit. And you're going to walk around six months smelling like that. Like yeah. you were saying, yeah. some Mexican dude with a strong ass fucking nasty cologne. You know yeah. what I mean? No. Get and feedback before you buy it. One of the ones that I do want to check out though, and I looked it up, they, they do have it at Sephora is that clean one that Covino was talking about. Oh yeah, I've never smelled that one, but I did want to check it out. I think, Doug, if I'm not mistaken, it was like a hundred and like twenty six bucks or something. But see, that's the thing. When um, I get cologne, I want it to just be mine. I don't want anybody else yeah. to smell like it because I want that to be my scent specifically. Yeah. I'm I'm curious. So I want to smell that. I'm one. not gonna that lie though. Up. I've been rocking the Aqua de Gio for a long time though, and yeah. I'm like, damn, it's time for a change. But I've had I so, do I do like mix it up with a few other ones, but that's like my main go to one. Yeah, there was um one of the Carls that put that too. I think it was. It might have been Aaron Ademeyer, or it was one of those that had put the picture of their go-to colognes, and it was Aqua de Gio, and it was, um, I forget what else. But then they started talking about- Dog, um, Aqua de Gio and Versace. Oh, Versace has this one. I can't remember what it's called, but I've had it like for the last three colognes. Yeah. It's freaking bomb, dude. Doug, my go-to that I got actually from you, but you don't use it anymore, is fucking um, Vintage Black. No, you didn't get that from me. That was Luis. Oh, was it Luis? But I I used to rock that one too. That shit, dog. I'm I'm gonna fucking probably rock that to the end of time. That shit smells so fucking good. I want to check out that clean one though. Um, I remember one time I was at this chick's house and then I had like just gotten out of the shower and I was like, "Whose cologne is this?" She's like, "Oh, that's my ex boyfriend." I was like, "Well, I'm gonna smell like your ex boyfriend for the next three months. Can I keep it?" <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." So I kept it <laughs> and that's when I first rock. You remember? I first rock vintage black. Oh, it was really? free. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, my boy said this one smells good." Yeah. So Doug, if you um, well, I, I'm sure I have a clip somewhere of Covino when we first went on um, when I met them in Scottsdale. Covino, t- he couldn't stop telling me how good I smelled, and that was what I fucking had was that vintage black on. Yeah, and you he probably was all, drowned yourself in it, he too. He was all, first of all, I did. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go meet Queen on Rich. I want to smell oh. good, you know? Hold on, bro. Tell me about, uh, first off, tell me about what you're wearing, because you smell great. <laughs> in, in, in the most hetero way possible. What is all that? right. So before I got off my truck, I have my cologne in there, right? It's Vintage Black by Kenneth Cole. That's it. I go, I got to smell good for Cavino and Rich. It's and I took that. a shower in it. For all the man hugs you're going to get. I, yeah. <laughs> Yo, he took the Mexican shower. No, yeah. my, no, it's got that good powdery sort of smell to it, man. Honestly. Oh, show's getting, the show's getting weird after you guys do shots together. My, yeah. my, my sister was like, why did you take so long to get off the truck? And I was like, because I had to take a shower for Cavino and Rich. And yeah. uh, these, this is where the bro hugs begin, guys. Yeah. I'm like, Daniel, why'd you spray so much under your nuts and in your butt crack? Oh <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen here i don't know it's a crazy night these are crazy guys <laughs> i was all fuck yeah that's what i wanted with some fucking attention no and no lie dude like if i go out and i haven't been out in a minute but if a chick compliments me on like the way i smell i'm like fuck yeah like to me that's like one of the best compliments you mm-hmm. know what i mean because that's one of the things that you're always like insecure about yeah when you go out and no matter who you are or how good looking you are well at least for me it's like you're like fuck I smell like shit. Like you smell somebody in the club that does smell and you're yeah. like, wait, that's not coming from me. Is it? And you like fuck. double check and shit. Dog, no. And that's one thing that blows is being a fat guy. I'm like, fuck man. If I get a whiff of some fucking BO, I'm like, people better not think it's me. Cause I'm the fat dude. You know, I'm like, <laughs> you got to pull that number where you're like, 
you got to bring it up so nobody questions you. You're like, like yeah, hey, yeah, who yeah. the fuck smells in here? This ain't me. <laughs> oh, my God. Dog, you want to hear the nastiest story of all time? Go for it. So fucking um, like a week ago, I was at work, dog, and I was going up the fucking elevator, right? And I go, fuck, whatever, dog. I was going upstairs. I was like coming back from lunch or whatever. And I ripped, dog, the probably... I probably fucking ripped ass from the time I got in the elevator to the time it fucking opened, right? And Doug, it opens, and some little Mexican girl was right there. <laughs> and I, I looked, and I was like, sorry for her, Doug. I fucking ran to my office, and I was just like, fuck, Doug. I knew, I don't know what the so fuck she got trapped like in like there, in there. But poor girl, I wouldn't even be surprised if she opened that bitch and just decided to take the stairs. But I was like, holy fuck. I, well, I was I, like, no, that's why Doc, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of <laughs> fucked up. But every time you and you are somewhere Ooh. together and I fucking rip some nasty ass shit. You're like, they're gonna think it was him. Yeah. He's fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you bitch. And that's oh. why even sometimes I fuck with you and I do do that. You know, uh, you know like, what I mean? Well, like, gonna, where I'm uh, like, damn, Daniel, like, what the fuck did you For real? You're you're like, like, you're, they're, they're gonna think it was a fat guy. And you're like, so I'm in the fucking clear. <laughs> so I feel free to like let loose and shit. I know, that's some fucked up shit. But, um. Hey, don't blame me because society judges and shit. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't blame me because you eat too much. No, don't blame me because they're fucking judgmental pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, real, real quick, this is kind of um, not really even a, a not even something to really talk about. But one thing that surprised me: did you see the picture that they posted with Mark from Blink One Eighty Two? No, I didn't. That, Doug, you know um, Tom DeLong, six foot four. Yeah, fucking Mark is he's like at least six two or six three himself. Oh, Doug, look at the picture that they put. It's Cavino and Rich and Mark. It looks like when he when they take a picture with like Ryan Reynolds, he's fucking was he in tall. the middle? Yeah, so it looked like two little nuts. <laughs> For real, Doug, it, it tripped me out. I was like, I didn't know Mark was that tall. I mean, growing up, I just thought they were all like five ten. I thought they were like average sized dudes, or whatever. Mm. And then when I um heard that. Tom was um, 6'4". I was like, oh, shit, he's a big dude. And he said that when he went to go... Um, well, Cavino might have looked short, but maybe his pump was extra tall. Because, dog, every time I've seen him, like, in pictures and shit, I'm like, fuck, his shit's getting a little bit bigger. He's getting a little closer to Conan O'Brien each time I see him. Cavino's? <laughs> yeah. Watch, look at his pics, dude. Like, sometimes his shit looks, like, extra fucking high and shit. Mm. But, I'm anyway. He's all putting Aquanet in that bitch and fucking, like... For real, smelling like my fucking Nana. He's all looking like... Um, Fucking Cameron Diaz and shit and something <laughs> on her. Oh fuck, dude. Um, he's all he has a bottle of Ben Stiller semen in his fucking little cabinet, medicine cabinet and shit. He's all putting in. His, I'm um, just kidding, Camino. Your hair is nice. I don't want to get all insecure and shit. Well, Doug, I don't fucking. Do you have anything else? I'm. I think we no, might. I, we can end on Ben Stiller's semen note. All right. Well, as always, all over social media, we're After Show BL. We're available on all um, podcasting formats. So wherever you check out your podcast, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, fucking Spotify. Stitcher? What the fuck is that? They got it's new a, shit every day, huh? It's another podcast. I feel like I mean, old now. I think, Doug. I, I don't know. What from, from what I looked at, um, I think we're available on like over 10 platforms right now. If you can... As always, like our page on Facebook, The After Show, but later, and get all your friends to like it as well. And anything else, Johnny? Yeah, like I always say, if you don't fuck you when we're famous, we're not going to even talk to you. So. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know what? I was going to say. But I, I still want to ask you, please. Like yeah. It. Yeah, Johnny's, uh, Johnny gets really fucking butthurt. So I if do. you ever meet him, don't be a dick to him because he, he tries to act all tough, but he's a little bitch. So I just do get butthurt. Make mm-hmm. sure that you guys are nice to Johnny if you ever meet him. Um, I guess, Johnny, till episode 18, you got anything else? Oh, that's it. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. It's the after show, but later. After, after.
do it for Johnny. For all the Carl's. Three hours ain't enough. You look like a fucking monkey! I call this the big black machine. If they can't even fit inside the building. That's what I love about these high school girls. Fucking monkey! I get older, they stay the same age. Then you'll have your fits in the studio. We can't stop them. Take, take it easy, Matos.